this is Everyone Gets a Turn with Dorian Black and Ari Hart. Have you gotten your turn yet? We just want to welcome everybody for joining us on our first ever episode of our podcast. We are so excited to be here with you guys and to embark on this journey. Um, But before we even dive into like what our overall podcast is about and how we decided to do this and our title, we just want to give you guys a little bit of personal information about us so you can get to know us, right? So that when you're tuning in, you feel like we are more than friends and hopefully we can like have a good time, you know, having these conversations. So like I said, my name is Ari Hart. Welcome again. Um, just to give you a little bit of information about myself, I am a 24-year-old African-American woman from the Philadelphia area, and um, I'm also a high school teacher. So, you know, in the daytime, I'm educating the kids and I'm talking at the kids, but, you know, I felt like the podcast would be a good platform for me to talk with people about topics that, you know, us adults need to sometimes work out in our heads. I am Dorian Black. I am also a Philadelphia native. I am 23. I'm here to just see that other people are just like me, if not the same, and just encourage other people to get in tune with our discussion. We are here to talk about uh, the different types of relationships we go through as friends, lovers, parents, children. We're just getting into all our different types of relationships. So I'm excited to be here and do it with you guys. Yeah, so like Dorian said, right, like, this is definitely not the platform of, oh, we're talking about, you know, my heart's broken. Of course, that is something we will discuss, but this is more so like, let me talk about how I have all these various relationships in my life and how do I contribute to those relationships. So whether, like she said, personal, um, professional, romantic, you know, whatever you would have there, right? Um, And I think we also... In addition to starting it for that reason, because me and her, we have become more self-aware, right? So we Mm -hmm. wanted to like have these conversations. But in addition to that, we felt like there's probably a lot of people out there who are having those same concerns. And I think me and her both at a time in our lives were like, we need something to like really focus our positive energy. And this is like the perfect outlet for that. Yeah, so we're just basically here to let everyone know that whether it's the good, the bad, the ugly, we all play a specific role in each other's lives. Exactly. So whether it's, you know, our friends, our family, we may be doing something that hurts another person and not even realize it, or we may be the one who's getting hurt, but we all take a turn and play in that role. And that's kind of where we came up with the title that everyone gets a turn because we do, we experience life at different angles. And that's what we're here to talk about. And we're also just talking about the different relationships we go through, especially with ourselves. And I think sometimes we forget that we have to build a special bond and special relationship with ourselves before we start trying to interact with different people and different personalities. And we got to work on ourselves first and see how we affect the world before we do any damage. Exactly. And, you know, this whole idea of like everyone gets a turn. This is something that my mom has said to me, something that my grandma has said to me. And it just means like, girl, boy right like (laughs) you might be sitting around thinking that oh this person didn't need this x y and z way well they gonna get their turn Mm -hmm. and you gonna get your turn too if you was not a nice so nice like great person right (laughs) Right. and like you gonna also get your turn to also have those positive effects in your life if you were accountable and if you decided to be a good person right Right. so remember it like really genuinely works 
both ways. So with that being said, we're going to like hop into what our first, um, you know, episode is about, which is self relationships. And this, we're calling this episode self shit, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we got to start with ourselves before we can have any other type of relationship. Right. And I think the first thing to a self ship is self-awareness before you can do anything you have to analyze who you are and what characteristics you have that are both positive and negative and how they not only affect you but others as well exactly so our podcast today is basically a self-ship and basically what a self-ship is the relationship you have with yourself um, how do you take care of you before you take care of others? Um, and basically a self-ship, one of the key aspects is self-love. And what is self-love? Is self-awareness. When you're aware of the type of person you are, whether it's good or bad, that means you know there are things that you're putting out there that are good and there's things that you're putting out there that's bad. And you're the only one who can control that. And also, I just feel like with self-love and self-awareness, you just have to take some time away from everyone else and analyze, okay, I may do this way, I may do it that way, but how does it affect me? How Mm -hmm. do I sleep at night? Because, you know, we put so much stress and pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to make sure we have everything done and complete and order. And sometimes it's draining and we don't take care of us how we should. Right. And I think we often hear like, okay, love yourself, love yourself. But what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) Like to love yourself. Exactly. What does that even mean? And I feel like Dorian was saying this to me yesterday, like it's holes in the way people love themselves because they don't really know. They just think like loving myself is something I have to do. So I'm going to tell myself that I love myself Mm -hmm. and that means I love myself. And that's not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Loving yourself is about what you accept right and what you allow yourself to do and the things that you allow yourself to tolerate and you allowing certain people into your space right so if you're a person that takes 50,000 bubble baths but you fucking with Daquan <laughs> who keeps cheating on you <laughs> I don't know how much you really love yourself right right so I think everybody needs to really understand that, like, to get to self-love, that means that, okay, I'm going to have to probably, like Dorian said, remove myself from some stuff. Um, I'm going to have to, you know, have some self-control, yeah. right? And self-control is such a big part of it because if you love yourself, you're going to be able to bring yourself away from the things that are toxic to you mm-hmm. and that don't mean you any well-being, right? So I think that, um, you know, when we are on this adventure, I think we, one, need to, like, be, like, accountable for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And accountability means, like, I'm going to accept that I have allowed people to hurt hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I've allowed myself to be in these nasty-ass spaces that are not beneficial at all. Right. And I think when people say, oh, I love myself. I think I'm so beautiful. Yeah, but you may say all of these things, but how true are the actions? Like, you may be still in a relationship with a guy who's not sure about the relationships, cheating on you. How much do you love yourself that you're willing to take on those actions? How much do you love yourself when you don't take care of yourself, when you out eating junk food and not actually thinking like, mm, that's let me so sit true down too. and love myself yes. 
myself and prepare myself for meal. And I think we get so caught up in today's mm. world that we don't like. Yeah, because even eating eat so it, right? And I was literally <laughs> just thinking that earlier. Like, okay, I know I don't have the highest level of self love because I definitely still be eating some very unhealthy yes. stuff. And it's like people don't realize like all of those things are included. And you love yourself, so what you put in your body, yeah. the type of energy you allow around you, the way you let people treat you. That all is like contributing to, to that. loving yourself. And I think people think loving yourself, loving period is hard, but loving yourself is even harder because it takes self-discipline. And I don't think people understand how hard self-discipline is. Like mm-hmm. you actually have to put yourself in that mindset. Like, no, I need to focus on what's good for me and what I need to do to make this better. Like when you're disciplined, you're, and discipline is such a key aspect of life. When you're disciplined, you're able to flow things a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that because it's like, you know, when you lack self-discipline, that means that you're going to allow almost anything to move you, yeah. right? And that means those things control you. And that goes from people to food to technology, up time. right? Social media. And mm-hmm. it's like... You know, if you have self-love, then it doesn't matter whatever your, um, like, desires are. You're going to know, like, this is not something I need to indulge in. And I think when we're getting back to that word, like, what does it mean to have, like, a relationship with ourselves and to love ourselves? It means that, okay, I am going to recognize, one, that I'm, like, the the captain of this ship, right? right? And I really have a lot more say in the direction I go in than I might feel or think that I do. And how much do I love myself when I'm constantly indulging in things? It's not like, oh my God, you know, this person did X, Y, Z. Because people going to do X, Y, and Z all the day, right. right? But it's a reason why they did that to you. Because you didn't have a solid enough foundation with yourself mm-hmm. to either really fully acknowledge that person or those situations and walk away, right? Or you just felt like you deserved it, that particular situation. I have, I remember when I was in a class and the teacher, she told us we had to draw ourselves and I drew myself and I'm like, oh, my sister is fly. Like she mm-hmm. got long hair, you know, she got fresh clothes, you know, for my drawing. And then when my teacher looked at it, she says, she's not grounded. There's nothing underneath her. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked at it, I'm like, she's right. Like my sister's is just floating. And that's when I was at a point in my life. I didn't know what I was doing. I was in school. I was struggling. I was right. failing. And I didn't know what was going to happen next with me. So I'm like, wow, like what's going on with me that I'm not grounded? Why do I feel like? I'm just out here floating because I did. Like, I was stressed, but, you know, I was getting lazy because I was stressed. And I wasn't really thinking about me and taking care of myself and just taking the time to analyze myself. Exactly. And I just, the foundation, oh, my God, that is crazy. Like, to think that every relationship that I have in my life is based off the off of the foundation of with myself. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because it's like you go into friendships and relationships and even your relationships with your parents and you're thinking like this person's fucked up. You're thinking like they're toxic, but let's be honest here. 
birds of a feather flock together. That's true. And I think we sometimes forget, like, when we're raised by our parents, we pick up on some of their traits, mm-hmm. whether they're good or bad. Exactly. So we pick up on some of those toxic traits that some of our parents may have. And we may not even realize it. But I think once you become, like, a teenager or a young adult, mm-hmm. it's time for you to just sit down and say, hey, like, I'm building my own personality. I'm building my own brand. And I'm building myself. Mm-hmm. So these characteristics that I have, how are they hurting me? How are they hurting the people around me? Because me and my mom just had a yelling match, but what did we get out of it? Nothing. Nothing. Right. And it's really crazy because my mom always tells me how, you know, when you attract certain people in your life is a reason. It's something about you. Mm. It's something about you that is attracting that fuck boy. It's something about you that's attracting these jealous ass friends, right? Mm-hmm. And she always says to me as well, it's like, you ain't gonna stop having those experiences until you learn your lesson, whatever right. that lesson is. And she said, the reason why you keep encountering those same exact things is because you have yet to learn whatever that lesson is. And I think the lesson intro class 101 starts with looking at what is my relationship with myself, Mm -hmm. right? How do I feel about myself? And I think people think because they don't sit and tell themselves, oh, I'm a piece of shit or I don't deserve this, that they don't subconsciously feel that way. Mm -hmm. Like, just because you never outright said that out loud or even thought it, that doesn't mean that deep inside that you really don't truly believe that because if you really did, if you really believe that you were worth something, right? If you had a strong enough relationship with yourself, period, you wouldn't even be interacting with a lot of the spaces that we interacted with, right? So that's just how I feel about that. Yeah. And I just feel like with self-love and self-awareness, it's so important because, and it's not easy at all, like to really sit down and say that what I did was wrong. Mm-hmm. How I did that was wrong. Because, you know, we're living in a world where we have to constantly be right. Like, even when we're wrong, we be like, we're right. And I just feel like the moment we sit down and realize it's okay to be wrong. Mm-hmm. It's okay to realize you made a mistake. And it's okay to correct that mistake. Like, mm-hmm. we are here to live, hopefully, long lives. So when we, like, the relationship we have with ourselves is our first and last one. When we die, we're going to die alone. Mm-hmm. So we need to just come up with the thought like let me live this life the best way I can by being positive by being honest because honesty will set you free and that is a token proverb that I swear everyone needs to live by I totally agree and with that being said we're gonna work our way into our next segment of the show which is matters of the heart So, guys, we're about to kick off with Matters of the Heart. And what Matters of the Heart is, it's pretty much Ari Hart's moment to, like, kind of just talk with you guys. And it's kind of like a little play on my last name, Hart. So, and during this time, we're just going to look at whether it's a TV show or a book or a movie that I feel like kind of relates to what we're talking about today, right? So, the show that I decided that we're going to, like, kind of have a conversation about is You from Netflix. And I know a lot of people have been watching this show. And I'm actually a really big fan. And I actually question my own sanity watching this because I'm like, that nigga Joe is crazy. But I fuck with him. And I'm kind of okay with him killing Peach. I'm kind of okay with him killing Benji, right? But we're going to look at some of the characters real quick and just talk about, like, how are those characters lacking self 
love and relationships with themselves. So we look at um, Beck, for example, she definitely was lacking self-love, right? She was uh, in a relationship with a guy, Benji, who clearly was ain't shit, fuck boy, right? But she was still so persistent because she wasn't grounded in herself. Um, and then we also have Peach, who was didn't have a very good relationship. She was obsessed with her best friend, in love with her. You know what I mean? Very unhealthy relationships. And maybe if those people would have had a more grounded space with themselves, they wouldn't have felt the need to just either for Beck, like settle with this nigga Benji who wasn't doing nothing or Peach, like not being her true self and admitting her feelings for her friend and just admitting that she, who she was as a woman. And then of course, Joe, my man, right? He is the biggest example of lacking self relationship because he's a serial killer. He's a psychopath. He's a stalker, right? I think his case is definitely a little bit higher than what me and Dorian can really discuss today. But um, yeah, I think that show definitely will show you how you are your worst enemy because all of those people put themselves in these disgusting situations because they didn't have a foundation. All right, so that's it for Matters of the Heart. So we're going to go back into our self-ship So we're back with our self-ship. So we discussed already like what it is, right? What does that look like? But now we're going to talk about a little bit more why is it important to even build those relationships with ourselves? Like, I mean, we kind of touched it, but we just want to go a little bit more in depth. So I think the like biggest reason for me why it's so important to create those relationships is because you know, if you do, if you continue to ignore the things about yourself that continuously um, allowed you to be in those negative spaces, then you're going to always continue to be in those negative spaces. Uh, if you're a person that is looking for your life to go in a more positive direction and looking to really draw like certain types of people that are genuine good people into your life, that means that you really do have to look at yourself. Um, you know, you have to dig down in your issue, right? Why do I react the ways that I act in certain situations? Why do I even entertain certain things beyond a point that I know that I should cut them off. So, um, you know, for example, with me, like one thing, you know, recently that I've discovered about myself is just that I definitely overreact when I'm breaking up with somebody or if I'm going like my separate ways with someone. And yeah, of course it sucks. Of course it hurts when somebody you break up with someone or you go on your separate ways, or even if that person really did do you a dirty way, but the level of upsetness that I have is kind of worrisome to me, right? The fact that I'm allowing someone who has clearly shown a very low status of character make me act in ways that make make me have anxiety and make me feel sick, right? And then I had to look at myself like, okay, why... Am I allowing this person to let like get me riled up on this level, right? Why am I letting myself get riled up on this level? Why did I even entertain this situation as far as I did? So with that, it's just like, okay, maybe I need to dig back a little deeper about who I am and what have I been ignoring in previous friendships, relationships, etc. Yeah, and I think that just comes with knowing your toxic traits. I feel like 
we're always able to point out other people's toxic traits like mm. oh, you're a liar and you're a cheater and, <laughs> and you've been hoeing since you was 12 so it's since just you like, were 12 <laughs> so it's like we always can point the finger at other people's toxic traits but mm-hmm. we never seem to point the finger at our own so exactly so i think that's comes with self-awareness like mm-hmm. when you sit down and say damn i am kind of overbearing i am kind of exaggerating everything mm-hmm. or i am kind of manipulative mm-hmm. is you have to realize damn those are some char- those are some fucked up characteristics and i as a person as a human being how do i better myself how do i try not to be manipulative how do i try not to be well how do i try to be more open to others and i feel like you just have to sit down and analyze it and knowing what your toxic traits are. And I think the reason why people don't check their toxic traits because it's hard to be honest and upfront. Yeah. Who the hell want to tell themselves, bitch? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you are toxic. <laughs> like, who wants to tell themselves that? Nobody wants to ever say that to themselves. Like, I don't want to, it's painful thinking to yourself, like, damn, I'm probably. The reason why this shit did go left, even though I wasn't the person that necessarily did the action, mm-hmm. but it's a reason why this was even allowed to happen happen yeah. and escalate to this level. Yeah. And it is painful when you're already hurt from a situation, whether that's whatever the relationship is. Yeah. And then you have to look at just like, damn, well, I definitely didn't. I could have stopped it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because even me, like I said, with this recent situation for me, I saw shit. In the very beginning. beginning. But why did I let those things slide? Because right? we find comfort. Like, where we find comfort, we don't, like, once we find comfort, we don't want to let it go. We're like, mm. I'm all snuggled up in your lies. And <laughs> I love it. Even though you're cheating on me, you still come here. You still cuddle with me. And right. I'm enjoying it. I don't want it to go. I don't want to part ways because I'm so comfortable in it. Yeah. But Sickening. you have to. And even with ourselves, it's like, no, I know that I got Eddie issues and I'm a super bitch. Right. And I like it. I love it because I can do whatever I want. I get to treat people. I don't have to be accountable. Yeah, I don't, I'm not accountable for none of my actions, but I think. Oh, you are though, because what? <laughs> Everyone gets, gets a turn. turn. And I think why therapy is such a token to self love and mm. self ship is because you get to speak with someone who is not judgmental. You know, when you try to tell your family or friends, exactly. I'm going through some shit. Like, I remember I was so overwhelmed with life to the point where I would just cry. Like, I would just walk down the street boo-hoo crying. And people probably was like, why is that girl fucking crying? Okay. I didn't it's a beautiful even, day. It's okay? Funny. And I didn't even know why I was crying. But I just was so over, like, backed up with mm-hmm. shit and shit and shit that I was just going through day in and day out. And instead of letting myself be vulnerable and open to just being honest with myself and say, hey, I need to take accountable for some of these actions and I need to let people know that some of their actions are hurting me. But instead, I just suffered in silence. And that's mm. not loving yourself. At when all. you just sit back and just let shit pile up for years, months, and days, and hours, and minutes. Sometimes you have to be open. And you, when therapy, that is an intimate space where you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's okay. To go to therapy and let that be a token of your self-ship. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree because I am currently on my therapy journey. 
And it's not, and that's the thing I think people think sometimes like, oh, I let this person drive me to therapy. No, I think that person was, uh, they were a vehicle to get you to a better understanding of a situation. And now it's your job, whether you're going to accept whatever this lesson and what you needed to see, or if you're going to continue to ignore it, just know that you're going to continue to go through the things that you're going through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is hard to accept, you know, that you were a part of a reason that someone was mistreating you. And it doesn't in any way excuse their actions. Like they're still fucked up. They still fit to get theirs. (laughs) And, And that's, and that's another thing too, right? In these various relationships that we have, even though we might lack self-awareness and self-love in many cases, and we do kind of give, we do give, don't kind of, we do give people, people permission yeah. to treat us X, Y, and Z ways, they still are not off the hook, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm messed up and yeah, I like definitely should have checked myself for allowing your weird, disgusting ass in my space. Mm-hmm. But you're still finna get yours because you don't get it. You don't get a pass because what you did is like you literally went out of your way to hurt me, mm-hmm. and you were very just reckless and careless. Whether that's boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, mother, daughter, whatever, those people still aren't off the hook. And if you don't want to continue to meet people like that you've had in your life, you have to step back and take like those looks at yourself, no matter yeah. how hard it is. And I think. Once you get to a certain age, you have to sit back and say, okay, who am I going to allow into my space? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you allow people into your space that don't belong. Exactly. But even when they leave, you have to say, okay, that was a bad experience. But mm. now I know what I'm capable of accepting at this point and right. who I'm going to, the next person, who am I going to allow in my space? Even your family members, sometimes you just got to say, you know what? I have to love you from a distance. Yes. I love you, but I got to love you while you're over there. Right. All the way. Yes. Because when you come over here in this <laughs> bubble, you fuck shit up. I, need <laughs> I don't you have time for Across it. the country, my dick. I need you. <laughs> okay. Across the ocean. Even friends. It's like, sometimes you got friends, you got to hit, hit, hit up like once a month because mm. every time you talk to them, it's some shit. It's some shit. And you don't want that in your space. And you love them. You love them. Right. And you just have to be the captain of your own ship. Exactly. And I feel like for me and Dorian, for example, I feel like we're at an age right now where we're very young still. Mm-hmm. You know, 24 and 23 is not old. And a lot of y'all out here panicking about a lot of shit that's very irrelevant. And okay. you need to realize I am young and I do have some time. And um, and I think a lot of y'all, if y'all were to get yourselves together now, you would be setting yourself up for like a very comfortable life. And what I mean by that is just like, let's not be 40 still trying to figure out our purpose. Let's okay. not be 40 still broken over some shit that happened when we were 15. Okay. You know, like, let's work to heal. And of course, we might not ever be 100%, right? But at yes. least I'm that much closer to, like, the best version of Ari Hart. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think that's all that matters. And, like, one thing I have to say, like, I have family members, like, wh- women who let men just destroy them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're... Because when they were our age, they didn't have the confidence or they didn't love themselves enough to cut off bad relationships. Right. So then they get married to them. They have mm. kids and they know they're building relationships. And it's just like... One big domino. Yes. And I feel like at this age, is a perfect time to just... Check yourself. Analyze yourself and self-love and self-awareness and work on that self-ship. Exactly. And with that being said, we're about to make our way into Dorian's segment of the show. Yes. 
Christmas, and that is called Say What? Okay, everybody, this is my segment, Dorian Black, with Say What? And basically, Say What is where I am going to be just dropping some quotes and little sayings that pertain to the topic of our podcast for the week. And just to encourage you guys a little bit, okay? And to this week's saying is going to be, love is myself in the mirror. I will see love every time by Ava. And I just feel like that is a key factor to a self-ship. You know, we live in a cruel world where we're constantly being judged by our skin, our hair, our bodies. And I just feel like who's going to love us if we don't love ourselves so every chance you get from every inch of hair that you have down to your toes is just so important to love you for you because why no one else is going to do it so I just encourage you guys to constantly coach yourself and be that person pushing you to the edge and getting you to that end point and letting you know that you are beautiful both inside and out and sometimes take that little me time to recognize who you are as a person recognize the good the bad and ugly about you and how are you going to take that energy to make sure you change the world make it a better place and how are you going to take that energy to make you a better person so with that being saying guys i'm going to hit you back with our podcast and say what okay so now we're fin come to like towards the end of our discussion and the last point we want to make is who is affected by these relationships with ourselves, right? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> A little dramatic. And I think, I just want to speak to the fellas real quick. Mm. I feel like, you know, y'all don't take accountability as often as women do. Mm. And I think that's why we're seeing so many quote unquote fuck boys is because y'all really lack the foundation. And I'm not saying that women are perfect and there's not fuck girls out here, right? <laughs> but what I mean by that is just like as men, you guys really continue to carry baggage around mm-hmm. and you guys never, y'all might acknowledge it. Like I've definitely seen men acknowledge they ain't shit, but they don't do anything to fix it. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you're comfortable in that space. And I'm saying all this to say like, it affects everybody when you don't have a relationship with yourself. Of course, it affects you first and foremost because you're with yourself all the time, right? You're the only person that you're seeing 24-7, seven days a week, every single second of the day. And But however, your lack of stability with yourself influences the people around you, influences how you interact with your children, how you interact with the person you're in a relationship with, how you interact with your friends, right? Mm-hmm. And being a fuckboy, being somebody who isn't able to, like, take responsibility for their issues and, like, their unstableness, that only isn't... That's just not, like, a lack of maturity, but it's also very inconsiderate and very toxic and um, almost suicidal, mm-hmm. if I could say that. Because you're... Feeling- Why suicidal? I say that because it's like, yeah, you might not, you, you fitness set yourself up for a very bumpy life. Mm. You know what I mean? You're purposely like setting yourself up because you know how many obstacles you can eliminate just, just by, by being accountable. Yeah, that's a good point. And I feel like both men and women, I feel like a lot of times when we get in relationships, we don't analyze ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like 
when we're dating, we need to let a person know, like, hey, I'm not in the best space right now. So if you want to continue this, we can. If you don't, I understand. And a lot of us just jump in relationships, not aware what type of toxic shit we got hanging in there. What kind or of baggage we coming with. Right, or if you do, you you still go into this shit knowing that you got something. And right. that's not cool either. And that's not cool to, you know, just come in the doors with all this bag of shit that you've been carrying for years. Your daddy issues. Manure. <laughs> just being black issues. Your angry issues. All of your problems. And then you expect the other person you're in a relationship to handle that. Right. Your insecurities. And it's just like... I didn't sign up for this. At all. Exactly. At all. At I all. thought when you were coming into this. You were pretty complete. We were mutual. <laughs> I thought we were complete. I thought we were complete. I thought we were whole people. Okay. But I guess not. But I guess not. So. And now I got to deal with your shit on top of my shit. And it's just like, this is a lot for one person and what a relationship. Yeah. So I feel like. Fucked up. Yeah. And I feel like we need to understand that it's okay to be vulnerable. Like, if both men and women. Mm-hmm. I feel like men have a harder time to be vulnerable than women because I feel like women, sometimes we just be like, you know what? I'm emotional. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like men, they got to be macho and that toxic masculinity yep. is a bitch. And having lack of emotion, men, that's an issue. That is an issue. <laughs> like, that's not okay. Yes. I don't care what society has tried to paint, especially for black men, but in no way, shape, or form is that okay to, like, not be able to, like, show how you feel or communicate in an effective way. Not just, we're not even just talking about romance. Just in a regular space with people, right? And, you know, it's really crazy because I'm having all this time to reflect on people that I've dealt with, and it's just like, damn. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm the most complete motherfucker, but damn, nigga. Yes. You half of a half. Mhm. You half of a half of a half of a okay. half of a half of a half. You are you are period. <laughs> like you're a crumb, and I don't understand why you thought bringing that shit over here was okay. Okay, and you know what? A lot of things when people say like, "What are you bringing to the table?" Like you're bringing financial stability. You're bringing good dig. You're bringing. All of this extra good stuff, but what about all that shit you're bringing what about, with it? Are you bringing a fucking peace of mind, my Okay. Nigga? Are you bringing a complete nigga? <laughs> are you bringing? Are you bringing somebody who is aware of themselves? Okay. Bring some damn mental stability to the table. Okay. Forget, forget your dick. <laughs> can you bring me some mental stability? Okay. Okay. Can you bring me some? foundation yes and you know what i think when we get in relationships with people we only see those four obstacles good dick good sex finances are you a bum whatever yes do you dress nice Uh, do you have any kids right and we don't seem to look that there's layers and layers and layers and layers of shit that we gotta look into when we get in relationship with people right and in addition to like you know this whole who is it affecting even when we want to walk away from the relationship aspect, even like it re- it affects the people you work with when you are a nasty person, right? Mm-hmm. How many of us have, have nasty ass bosses and nasty ass coworkers? Because there's some deeper shit going on. Yes. And that's what I tell my students all the time. I say, you know, when people are being a mean person and disgusting and disgusting is like my word now to just describe mm-hmm. everything that's going on. It's just like when... You have to realize, like, those people have issues that are beyond you, right? right. 
And it's really hard sometimes to remove yourself from situations and, to, and think to yourself, like, that it's just that person. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's very easy to think, oh, it must have been something about me for this person to be doing X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of ten when people are fuck, fuck people, like when they have bad attitudes, when they're cheating, when mm-hmm. they're dishonest, it's more so about them. Right. You know, you might not ever figure out what exactly was it about them that pushed them to be that type of person. And that's mm-hmm. not really your job to figure out. But that's nine times out of ten what it is. Yeah. And you know what? Another thing I feel about, like, self-love and just maintaining your own sanity, you can't take everything personal. Mm-hmm. Like, when your boss is being a dick or even when you see, like, somebody doing some foul shit to you, you can't take it personal. You could be upset. It doesn't make it right. Hell fucking no. Right. But... Don't take it personal because the moment you give it the chance to manifest and constantly think on it and give it time and energy, you're not loving yourself. And you're dedicating yourself to this negative aspect and you, it's a roadblock. And it's hard. And it's hard to not take things so personal. But you have to. But you have to, you have to just be like, you know what, that shit hurt. But in order for me to be at peace of mind and be the person I want to be. I'm walking right past that shit. Exactly. And I think that's really important. And I'm struggling in this moment, like, in my life to move past a circumstance. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are struggling in this moment to move past a circumstance. And it's very hard to, like, try to get your mind to go somewhere else. And every day you might want to do some wild shit because you're so hurt or because you're so confused. But then you've just got to remind yourself what relationship do I want with myself. Mm -hmm. And... You have to just check yourself. And if you care about yourself on any level, you're going to check yourself and say, it's not worth it. It's not worth to sit and think. It's not worth to sit and try to do anything about it. It's all you can do is just, you know, take the situation for what it is, find whatever your lesson was supposed to be out of it, and Mm -hmm. keep it pushing. And you just have to hope that they get their turn. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes to everything, we have to include time. Mm. Whether it's time for ourselves to heal or time for ourselves to just analyze or time for ourselves to get to know ourselves and other people. Mm -hmm. We have to give it time. And, you know, loving yourself is not going to happen overnight. Mm -mm. It is. It takes time. It takes years. Like when you see black women and black men and just people in general, when you see them flourishing and they're at a point in their life where they're just happy, truly, genuinely happy about everything that's going on around them. It took years for them to get there. You know how many college nights and hungry nights they have had? Right. But heartbreaks. Yes. Dysfunctional friendships and stuff like that. They experience all of that. But the love that they had for themselves was valued way more. And they got to a point where they can truly be genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's and hard. That. And, you know, with that being said, you know, we just want everybody to leave this episode with, um, you know, an understanding of how to move closer to loving yourself and having a healthy relation with yourself. It's definitely not easy. It's definitely work. And that's why it's important to, you know, recognize it in yourself now so that you can progress. Um, because if you're happy enough, any fuck shit that's going to come into your life, it's not going to really affect you on a gigantic level because you have this 
foundation, right? And mm-hmm. that's what people don't get either is that the reason why so many incidents that aren't that deep move people so heavily is because you didn't really have a foundation. Like, right. of course, there are some life situations that are very devastating and you just mm-hmm. are going to fall apart. But there's certain ones that if you really look at it, like, damn, I don't know why I got that bent out of shape. And it's because you just didn't have that. And yeah, there are so many layers to people. And I think that people have to, like I said before, like, just recognize, like, when somebody's doing something, it really, nine times out of ten, has nothing to do with you. It's mm-hmm. more so the shit that they're going through. Right. And it's very easy to pit it on yourself. But, you know, you have to accept that before me these people existed and they had issues that existed before me right Right. and that's like the same thing that happens when we are in the workspace right you have people who messed up bosses messed up co-workers Mm -hmm. their attitudes and just horrible right but and i think that's something we have to realize like even though things hurt and it doesn't make it right and it's, it's fucked up we can't take everything personal. Exactly. And I feel like when we give it that opportunity to manifest and just be negative and think on it and harbor on it, we give it the energy it needs to just put us down. And I think it's okay to be like, damn, that shit was fucked up and it hurt, but I'm going to walk right past it. And I just can't let that bring me down and hurt me to the point where I don't love myself. Exactly. Um, and it's a battle every day and it's a lesson. It's an adventure every day. And all I can recommend is that you just constantly redirect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, put yourself back on track because you are the only person that can really drive yourself to where you're trying to be. Right. So, you know, with that being said, we are so happy to have had whoever listened and tuned in with us today on yes. our first ever episode. And we cannot wait to make many more episodes with you guys. Mm-hmm. And please... Go on to listen to our second episode because we made sure we had two episodes prepared for you guys for yes, this. Yes, so we can enjoy exactly listening to us, hanging out with us. And we just got to let y'all remember that everyone gets their turn being Everyone. Small. Everybody plays a part. Exactly. So when you're sad and you're wondering what the hell. They gonna get their turn. They gonna get their turn. Because I'm probably sure you got yours already. Okay. And were you up feeling good? That is your time. Yes. So remember, you can catch us every Sunday with a fresh episode. And we hope to see you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Dorian Black. And your girl, Ari Hart. We will be having our first ever giveaway for everyone gets a turn. One lucky winner will have the opportunity to win two awesome prizes. One being a $50 gift card to Target and the other, the book Don't Waste Your Pretty by Demetria Lucas. And here's how you can win. Yes. So we would love to see the faces of our listeners. So to join our selfie challenge, you have to be a follower of our Instagram page at everyone gets underscore a turn pod. Tag us and add us. Also tag and mention five of your friends to get their turn at being a winner. The challenge is starting Sunday, January 27th and it ends Sunday, February 3rd. And remember, you can always join the discussion at gets a turn under pod on Twitter and we cannot wait to see those beautiful faces. See you soon.